0: To start by saying I'm grateful I have no desire to drink today. It's the top of the list. Each and every day, that is first and foremost. It's very clear in the book Alcoholics Anonymous why people relapse. For some reason, it's Quite mysterious within the fellowship But the big book is really clear On what causes people to relapse And uh, it's also really clear On Being restored to sanity And um, How that can The main part of the problem in the alcoholic, the desire to drink, the obsession to drink, the thought that precedes the first drink can return if we don't do simple things. Simple but not easy things. So I'm not tricked by the time that I have. Just not. It's not something that I just say. It's something I feel very deeply in in my heart and soul. It can return. The desire to drink can return. It's a very important thing to know and acknowledge. So, I learned that the hard way years ago. So I know it today and I acknowledge it. Often. I am sitting here with my piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's. My day is just getting underway. And uh, excited about the day. Looking forward to it. Opportunities to try to live a life that warrants having been saved. So I want to thank all of you for the emails and the messages very moving and I appreciate them so much. Got, uh, it's talking about how, you know, when I read one on a show, I was going to send somebody a book, but I've got a lot of them from all over the world. And I'm going to read one today, and then I'm going to talk about the suggested subject. So, the uh, topic of the email is discernment versus judgment. It says, Hi, first off, I wanted to thank you for your podcasts, they have been an integral part of my journey towards sobriety. Today I listened to your podcast on discernment versus judgment. This podcast spoke to me in a way that really hit home, further confirmed, and gave permission to feelings i have been having and questioning for a long time. I also loved the golden retriever slash German shepherd analogy. I have a Rottweiler at home, so it was easy for me to relate to. I'm a German shepherd and always felt like I was judgmental. I was wondering if you had thoughts on self-care versus selfishness. I know that selfishness is something that you and now I am trying to work toward improving, but I was wondering if you had any thoughts on selfishness versus self-care. If so, I'd love to hear them in an upcoming podcast. Thank you, Katie. Katie's in Hawaii. It is really, I think, super important topic and uh it's just an important subject and there's lots of confusion around it and I don't know again I have to start by saying you know I'm answering these questions but I'm one ding ding I do not represent Alcoholics Anonymous I'm not an expert I'm not anything I'm just take take whatever I say here with a grain of salt. If you disagree with it rad. If you don't, if it's helpful, rad. But I will share my thoughts on the subject because I do have a lot of them. Um, where to start? There's a lot. Well, what is, what is what's the purpose of this question? First of all, you know, the the big book, Says above everything we must Be rid of our selfishness And Before it says that It spends a couple pages Describing what that is And it describes The world As a stage Filled with actors And it goes on to say Most of those Actors playing the role of director, and a lot of them have good motives, and that doesn't matter. This is the source of practically all the trouble there is. It says this is the root of our troubles. They're not talking about alcoholics only right there, if you read it. They've already established the subject, which is any life, most people, most humans, they're talking about human beings. Furthermore, they go on to explain who the selfish, selfish, egocentric, self-centered person is uh, by giving examples. Um, and the examples they give are, they run the whole spectrum from a criminal to a minister. And the, the big book describes a minister as self-centered. And it says, look, most people do this with good intentions often, but most people are there at the center. They're mostly concerned with themselves or their resentments or their self-pity. And it says, above everything, we alcoholics, must be rid of this above everything Above everything I mean, think about that Above everything So you can rest on there, you can land on that You can sit on that and dwell on that Because that's that's the plot Above everything but right before it says that, it 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 says, you know, whatever our protestations, whatever we're protesting, whoever we are, are not most people mostly concerned with themselves. Their themselves, their resentments, their, their self-pity are not most of us mostly concerned with that. And they, you know, think about it. Think about everyone you know. Alcoholics, non-alcoholics. Think about it. Are not most of them mostly concerned with what they're getting or not getting? Whether or not their plan is working? Whether or not people are doing things they think they should be doing? Whether or not things are running in a way they should be ran? Another example it gives Of self-centered people Is This It says politicians and reformers Who are sure all would be Utopia Heaven on earth If the rest of the world would only behave So in other words Don't mind what I'm doing If everybody else Got themselves together Everything will be fine. So, it also says God makes getting rid of our selfishness possible. It also says that they hope we're convinced God can remove whatever self will has blocked you off from Him. It goes on and on and on. Step 11, it says, you know, particularly ask God to remove selfishness. In particular Ask for freedom from self-will We don't pray for our own selfish ends It goes on and on and on When it gets to working with others You know, it says When you're talking to a new person Suggest to them how important it is That they put the welfare of others ahead of their own So this is I mean, going back to the beginning of the book Where described in the doctor's opinion as an altruistic movement so that's th- that's the point to half of the question because if we need to get rid of selfishness above everything we can't be mostly concerned with ourselves then where does self-care fit into that articulating this in its simplest terms is something that maybe you've heard maybe you haven't it's quite well known the idea that you know when you're in a plane plane's going down it's going to crash what do you do with the oxygen mask well you have to start by putting it on you otherwise you can't be helpful to anyone And in an essence, that's that's it. I think it's important to note when it's describing in the big book. In step three, what self-centeredness looks like, what selfishness is, that they're referring to. Um. It doesn't say you know these selfish people taking taking a shower every day, you know. Self-centered people brushing their teeth on a regular basis, getting a sound, intelligent, you know, plan with their health where they see people on a regular basis, doctors, and that's ridiculous. That's selfishness and self-centeredness, you know. These people, you know, who can't handle, you know, who are spreading themselves, Um these people are not spreading themselves really thin. That's selfish, you know. It's selfish to not spread yourself really thin and tell people you're capable of doing 10 things when in that reality you're 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 not. It's it's a detriment to your health and, you know, I mean, it doesn't none of that is in there. Taking care of yourself is not in there. Because it's to me very selfless to honor yourself honors God and it honors everyone. And that's with health. That's with your mental well being. That's with the reality of what you're thinking or feeling. That is loving. To pretend that I am in a place I'm not or to not take care of myself. um, To not exercise, you know, boundaries and balance and all this stuff. To not live in a way where the real me is being strengthened is selfish. It's not selfless. It's really selfish I have discovered for myself that Getting out of self means being loving To me And to you And again, because when I'm being loving to me I'm being loving to everyone I'm not honoring anyone if I'm not taking care of myself. It's actually very selfish to practice no self-care. I think. Because it honors no one And the point To getting out of self is to Be of maximum usefulness and service To God and to everyone I mean think about that That's another way to look at it It says a couple times That in Very specific Terms That's our job now Our job now is to be of maximum usefulness to God and to everyone. So just think about that. Our main goal now in life, our job now, is to fit ourselves to be of maximum usefulness to God and the people around us. So am I fitting myself to be of maximum usefulness to God and the people around me if I'm spreading myself too thin, getting burned out, lying about my capabilities, not taking care of my health? Is that fitting me to be of maximum Service? Of course not. Another way to look at all this for me is that it's really simple. It can get really complicated. We can make it really complicated. It's been made to be really kind of complicated and complex, and it's really not. It's really, it really can be. Boiled down to love and fear. It really can be. Usually, when I'm not taking care of myself or I'm not honoring myself, there's some fear involved somehow. Why do I, you know, I'm really tired, I should go to bed, but I want to please, I don't want to disappoint this, you know, there's something like that. But I go through the day and I say, what's the most loving thing I can do? I'm included in that. Spiritual principles are good to all parties. Otherwise, it's not a sound spiritual principle. If one person's benefiting and another person's not, it's selfish. So I don't know if that helped clarify anything. Some food for thought There's my cupcake card for the day I'm going to fold it up Maybe somebody ate one Thank you again so much for the email And I'm going to send you a copy of The new book The first two columns of a four-step 365 daily affirmations That won't help you A bit (laughs) Just a resentment to read every day Of the year (laughs) It's so dumb It's so dumb But it's fun Visit my website sarcasticbigbook.com, and uh, follow me on Instagram sarcastic.aa.book. And please feel free to drop me an email, sarcasticbigbook@gmail. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three. I want to give a shout out to the Black Rhinos International Big Book Study. I want to give give a shout out to uh, the Sober Gratitude's Sober Gratitude's podcast. Hello Sarah I want to give a shout out to the podcast Greater Than Yourself And uh Chelsea I see you And uh My friend Chelsea's going through Some stuff So I just want to give a shout out to Her, let her know She's on my heart And uh Yeah, there it is. I got to go do a bodybuilding thing now. I'm going to go. It's a game show that I'm going to go on today. I'm not feeling good about my chances. I'm going to be part of a three-man team that's going to try to lift up a semi-tractor trailer. I don't think I can do it, but I'm going to give it a good college try. Um, Yeah. And uh, I'll say it to anybody who needs to hear it. Everything's okay. Everything is okay. And on that note, I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope